What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode on Les Agbaros with Uche. I am your host, Uche. Thank you so much for your continued support. All the newcomers, thank you so much. If you're new to my podcast, please make sure to download, subscribe, share with your friends and family. And if you're new to my YouTube channel, also please make sure to subscribe and make sure to hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. As people probably know by now, I have a lot of unpopular opinions. A lot of my opinions are very different, very unorthodox, you know, not with the flow, very nonconformist. I've been having conversations with some of my friends and you know of course I talk about a lot of deep stuff you know a lot of times when I hang out with people when I hang out with my friends over drinks over hookah aside from the cracks and the giggles and you know the tea spilling and all that good stuff right we do talk about a lot of good shit a lot of deep stuff right and I've been talking to some of my close friends and we just keep seeing a lot of the same patterns over and over and over again you know I don't even know if the word we're living is getting worse or getting better there are different arguments on that but I just I just reflect based on what I see you know not just in the media but what I see around me you know there's a lot of negative energy everywhere man and this shit is just scary as shit so the reason why I'm making this episode is I just recommend that everybody seek mental health man mental health mental health seek some some type of therapy the reason why I make a big deal about mental health is because of the black community in the black community there's there's almost no talk of mental health at all black people we don't believe in mental health illnesses even more so with black men you know a lot of times black men feel like mental health or talking about mental health or talking about therapy talking about psychologists it's it's a detriment to your masculinity it's a shade to your masculinity it's a thing of shame you know we think of it as a negative thing because you know real nigga shit you know what i'm saying you real 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 hood nigga shit which is all clownery i'm a huge advocate for mental health everyone who knows me everybody who's talked to me on a personal level anybody who can attest who can swear by the universe that they know me as a person that they know my ins and outs they can tell you right now that Uche is big on mental health. I have therapists. I've been on therapists. I've been on antidepressants. I've been on anti-anxiety medication. You know, I've been treated for depression. I've been treated for anxiety. I'm currently in therapy. I had a therapy session yesterday. I have therapy sessions every Wednesday. And I'm not afraid of it. I'm not ashamed of it. And this is not something that, you know, if you start therapy, you have to tell everybody that you're taking therapy. I just tell people that I, I go through therapy. The reason why I do it is because I want you to know that real people also go through therapy because I'm trying to convince people to go to therapy. There's a lot of funk out here, man. There's a lot of funk. And I've talked about a lot of these things in my previous episodes, especially when it comes to media consumption. We live in a very capitalist society where somebody's capitalizing on your ignorance. So many broken relationships, so many broken families, so many broken marriages, so many broken people, broken family dynamics, very toxic families, very toxic people everywhere. There's so much hurt, man, so much hurt. It's like every corner of the internet or every corner of the media you tune into, somebody's telling you that you're not good enough. There's this deluded pursuit of perfection, deluded pursuit of happiness that you can never attain, but somebody's always marketing it to you. You're not good enough. So you have to do this. You're not pretty enough unless you do this. You're not a real man. This is what a real man should be. This is what a real bad bitch should be. This is what a real nigga should be. We're, we're being sold so much lies. Like I said, I've talked about these things on, on previous episodes, but there's so much lies that are being told to us. And I was talking about, you know, how some of the artists, some of our A-list celebrities today, some of our top artists that we have today, if you knew how problematic some of these artists were in your life, you would not be standing them as much as you are. You should be suing them and this is facts it takes a really deep introspective wise person to see what i'm talking about right here right now when you have all these celebrities who glorify drugs and alcohol 
and misogyny and pretentiousness, narcissism, everything negative that's killing our society. When they glorify these things and perpetuate them and pump them into your head and leave you even more broken while they cash out on you and live their best life, you should be suing them, not standing them. When you look at some of the top artists today, some of the top celebrity artists, you know, both the men and the women, when you wonder why is it that their songs are going platinum, why is it that their songs are number one on iTunes or Spotify or whatnot, look at the lyrics. The lyrics are just all kinds of funk. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because i talked about this before. I'm on for a good bop, okay? When it comes to the Cardi B's and the Nicki Minaj's and the, you know, the Drake's and things like that, you know, I'm all for a good bop. If, if it's if it's really good, if it's if I'm jiving with it, I'll download it to my iPhone. I'll listen to it when I'm working out. I'll listen to it when I'm in the mood, when I'm cleaning, when I'm mopping, when I'm sweeping. I'll listen to it. Not a problem. But I, the difference between me and a lot of people is that I know how to differentiate reality from fantasy. This is just fantasy. Entertainment is fantasy. It's a temporary relief from all the bullshit that we have to deal with in, in the world. There's so much crap in the world. So, yes, sometimes, you know, music gives you relief. Entertainment gives you relief. Even the media, um, even Netflix gives you relief. When you watch a movie, when you go to a movie, these things are released. When you go watch Marvel, the, the Avengers, you understand that there, there's no Superman, there's no Batman, there's no Iron Man, there's no, you know, these people don't exist. It's just, it's just make-believe to calm your spirit for a while. And then after that, you get back to reality. But unfortunately, you have a lot of grown men and women who don't know how to unplug from reality. You don't know the difference between reality and fantasy. When you listen to, when you watch some of these movies, you're, you're stuck in that delusion. You bring that into your life. You act that out into your own personal life, looking like a fucking clown. When you listen to some of these um, top artists, some of these celebrities, and you listen to some of their words and you take them to heart, and you live out their lyrics, you live out their lyrics without actually considering how harmful they could be. Of course, they're telling you things that you want to hear. Why do you think a lot of songs that glorify drugs and alcohol and pop molly and this and this and that are going platinum? Because drugs is some type of, offer some type of euphoria. Doesn't mean it's good for you. When you're stressed, which all of us are stressed, fuck what everybody else on, on social media is saying, you know, making it look like they're living their best life. No, we're all stressed. We all got all kinds of stress. Drugs are there to relieve your stress. Alcohol is there to relieve your stress. Sex is there to relieve your stress. So, of course, these people are going to sing about these things, rap about these things, present them to us because they know that the average person is stressed and needs some type of relief. But these people are not offering permanent long-term solutions. These are temporary short-term solutions. And after repetition, that's when it becomes addictive. And when something becomes addictive, it becomes a problem. And I talked about, let's say, for example, people like uh, Beyonce singing about Tell him boy bye, tell him boy bye, tell him, tell him boy bye. And you got a lot of women who are broken, literally telling their boys bye, walking away with a nasty attitude without you actually sitting there and thinking that, hey, maybe you are the problem. Maybe your nasty attitude is a problem. Maybe your personality is the problem. Maybe you should work on yourself. Maybe you should communicate with your partner as, as, as opposed to just kicking them to the curb. Because when you kick somebody out to the curb, you are not addressing the problem, the underlying issue. You are failing to hold yourself accountable. Even if you are holding that man accountable, even if you are holding that man accountable, how are you holding him accountable? But of course, Beyonce is going to say that to you because she knows that at some point in your relationship, you're going to feel so low. You're going to feel so broke. And then here she comes telling you, hey, the solution is tell him to go, tell him to walk away. And you get in your car, you drive out in your car, banging Beyonce, telling boy bye, driving back to your little apartment, 
where you're working your little nine to five job, still broke, still broken, still sad as fuck. And I'm not throwing shade at anybody who's working nine to five. Child, I work nine to five. But I'm just keeping it real as to how you we are not supposed to be making these celebrities our role models. You are not Beyonce. Even Beyonce, I never told her boy bye. She's been married to the same man for how many years now? Almost a decade or even more. She got a whole family, three kids. She's a loving wife, a loving mother, a loving sister, a loving daughter. I'm pretty sure that the whole Sasha Fierce personality, that's just a facade. She knows to put on that facade because she knows the beehive will eat it up. That's how she pays her bills. But you got some grown-ass men and women. The sad part is even including men and women, grown-ass people who think that they can be Sasha Fears, who think they can be a bad bitches, bad bitches like, uh, uh, like Nicki Minaj or whoever. You bring this foolishness into your life looking like a fucking clown. At a certain age, it's 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 understandable it's dismissible you know it's it's understandable when you're when you're a teenager when you're 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 early 20s it's understandable but when you get to age 30 and 40 and 50 and you're still stuck in this stupidity you're just a fucking clown there's so much hurt in this world so much hurt we are all hurt and this is why entertainment industries make a lot of money this is why a lot of these people are millionaires just from singing or rapping and again, when you listen to some of these lyrics, I Google lyrics. I don't know about y'all, but I go on, uh, on Google, I type it in, and I listen. I try to see, I try to decipher the lyrics. I try because I'm trying to understand what this message is about. I, I really want to, the beat may be dope, but I want to understand what words I am, I am chanting with my tongue. I want to understand it. If it's something that's too dark, shoot, I just I just bump to the beat that I don't, I don't repeat the bullshit that they're saying because I'm not trying to get anything foul into my spirit. That's just me. But when you look at these lyrics, you see that these lyrics are actually mediocre. They talk about the exact same thing. It's the same toxicity recycled over and over. It's sex, alcohol, drugs, hypermasculinity, hypersexuality, hypertoxicity. There's the exact same bullshit over and over. And these people make money off of us. A lot of these people are millionaires, private jets. I'm talking A-list celebrities. Why? Why? Because of entertainment. Because they offer us temporary relief, and we need to be able to un uh, unplug from some of these things. Because they, these people, these people, they don't have our best interests at heart. They are capitalizing on our brokenness. They're capitalizing on our naivety and our ignorance. This is why I advocate for mental health. Like I've talked about in previous episodes, most people don't have a strong sense of self. Most people don't even know who they are. Doesn't matter the bullshit that you, the bullshit story you try to tell people. Doesn't matter the bullshit pictures you try to post on social media, you know, make it seem like you're the baddest in, in town. When you don't have a strong sense of self, a wise person in the room can smell you out. When you don't have a strong sense of self, when the wind blows, you blow with the wind. You go with the wind. Again, this is why I say therapy, 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 therapy. I highly recommend if left with me alone, I would think I would make it law. If I was a president, if I was a president, I would make it law that everybody, everybody, every citizen or immigrant in America must have therapy, must have some form of therapy because we all need this. We're all hurt. Every single one of us, me included. I just happen to be one of the people that just don't give a shit and I'm keeping it real. I've, I've been hurt. I am hurting. I have hurt people. I am not proud of them. Even in the past, when I've hurt people, I didn't even realize that I was hurting people and also hurting myself subsequently. It's through growth that I realized, yo, I could have resolved that better. I could have talked to this person better. I could have looked at this from a totally different perspective. And I realized that I was hurting at the time. That's why I hurt this person. But at this stage of my life, I am being proactive to make sure that I don't hurt as much anymore and I don't hurt people around me as much anymore. I don't like stress. I don't like unnecessary headaches. I don't like 
any stress. I don't like any funk shit around me. I don't like that. That's why I'm being proactive, going to therapy. And therapy has helped me tap into a lot of a lot of um, insecurities, a lot of deep-rooted problems, you know, especially the ones that came from when I was a kid that were never resolved. Therapy has definitely helped me work on those things to reach resolution or at least closure. Another thing, too, is that I realize a lot of people, man, yeah, I got a lot of weak-ass motherfuckers around you. One of the best things you can do for yourself is by being picky on who you let into your circle. When I was in the military, they always used to say, doesn't matter how strong you are, you are as strong as your weakest link. Again, doesn't matter how strong you are, you are as strong as your weakest link. If somebody in your circle is weak, you are weak, okay? A lot of people have this nasty-ass, can't-tell-me-shit, very entitled mentality you know, but you don't realize that's actually weakness. You don't like accountability. So you have a bunch of weak ass motherfuckers around you. See, Uche, I don't do weak minded motherfuckers. I don't do weak people at all. I like my people assertive. I like my people confident. I like my people um, intelligent. I like my people deep introspective. I like my people wise as fuck. I like my people chill. When I say assertive, when I say all those things, I don't mean somebody who's loud and obnoxious. You're definitely not getting anywhere with me. If you're loud and your energy is crowded in the room, I will show you the door. I won't even fuck with you. That just means you're annoying, you're obnoxious. I'm talking, I, I want people who are grown ass people who have a sense of self, who understand that they, they're not perfect. You understand that they, there's work to be done and they're actually being proactive and working on themselves. They acknowledge that there's something wrong. They hold themselves accountable when there's a need to hold themselves accountable. And they're taking responsibility into growing to be better people. Those are the people I fuck with. People who will give me constructive criticisms. My blind spot mirrors. When I'm off, they'll pull me aside like, yo, man. I really love you, man. I really do love you. I really do respect you. I do appreciate you, man. But you could have done this better. This, this, and this, and that. They hold you accountable in the most loving, most polite, most attractive way possible. Those are the people I'm looking for. Iron sharpens iron. You can't want to be a boss lady or a boss man and you have a bunch of mediocrity around you. You would not get anywhere, I promise. But again, in order for you to attract these kinds of people, you have to have worked on yourself. You have to have a strong sense of self. And again, majority of people, from my opinion, I don't have any type of empirical data to back this up. But from what I've observed, majority of people have no idea who they are, including the people who think they do. And the only way for you to actually be sure is if you get therapy, if you get help from a professional, not your little friends. They'll tell you a bunch of bullshit just because they're your friends, you know, whose opinions are going to be clouded by bias and, you know, insecurities and low self-esteem and all, all kinds of fuck shit but when you have a professional a therapist somebody who has a neutral unbiased opinion who will hear your story ask the right questions help you see some things that you never even you may even be able to see things that you never even thought were the problem maybe you thought this was a problem but you realize no actually after your therapy session actually this is the real problem and they'll point you to the right direction as to how you can start rectifying these things but you have to be willing there's so much help out there. We live in, in a day and age of information technology. If you don't, I've always said this many times, if you don't know where to start, if you don't know where or how to start, go on Google. That's how simple it is. I never had a role model growing up. Google was my best friend. You'll be surprised no matter how silly your question is, somebody asked it on Google. The answer is on Google. I promise you, if you don't know how to start with therapy. And another thing too, when it comes to therapy, you need to shop around. 
a lot of times some people think that you know once you get your first therapist you stick with them forever no when you get your first therapist and you're not connecting you move on to somebody else just keep shopping around until you get to somebody that you connect with when you have therapy with somebody it shouldn't feel too professional it should feel like your souls are intertwined it should feel like you're talking to your best friend somebody who truly understands not the people who will nod and agree and ask all those dumbass cliche questions i've been through all those i've had therapy from since for over 10 years now so I've, i know those people you need to shop around they need to connect with your heart i will recommend that you get a therapist that's closest related to you if you're a black person you might want to get a black therapist if you're a black woman you might want to get a black woman therapist if you're queer you might want to get a queer therapist if you're disabled you might want to get a disabled therapist if your issues are military related you might want to get a veteran or military therapist you know things like that or somebody who is at least affiliated or an, an ally to your society or community doesn't have to be exactly as you for example if you're a black person if you're a black person you can get a white therapist who has worked in the black community or who is married to somebody in the black community who is familiar with the black community or black plights but my point is shop around don't just try and then think you have to stick with the very first person no but you have to be open-minded you have to be really really willing life truly is what you make of it as cliche as it sounds life truly is what you make of it because look it's not getting better out here things are getting worse okay i've been called negative i've been called a pessimist but you can save yourself to reiterate three things i want everybody to take away from today's podcast episode is one when it comes to media consumption there's nothing wrong with media consumption but it is extremely important that you're able to differentiate reality from fantasy entertainment is just entertainment entertainment is temporary solutions they're not permanent they're just relief to distract your mind from the real world when you're done with entertainment when you're done with music when you're done with the movies unplug from that and go back into reality because failure to differentiate between entertainment fantasy and reality is just clownery you're just a dumb dumbass motherfucker seriously uche will see it i may not say it to your face because i ain't got nothing to do with you like my life and your life were two independent souls that's your problem but i would never fuck with you because i see you're you're drowning in delusion the second thing I, i want you to take away from this is your circle of friends speak a lot about you i see a lot of people be so quick to give that title friends to literally any tom dick and harry that is some scary ass shit are y'all so lonely are you really that lonely that you would call literally anybody your friend it takes a lot for me to call somebody my friend and i definitely don't do no best friend bullshit i think that's just that's juvenile in order for me to call you my friend a friend is somebody who i will grow with i want to grow with you are family status you are somebody i want the best for and vice versa you are somebody that when i'm down when life hits me hard because you know life is all about ups and downs when those down moments come i know without a doubt in my soul that you got my back you have a shoulder for me to cry on and vice versa you will give me constructive criticism keyword constructive it's not condescending it's not an attack but constructive criticism you are somebody who truly wants me to grow with them that's a fucking friend and again i've talked about these in the past right i'm gonna try to test some past episodes for anybody who's curious who's confused or who's new to look back into it again second point be careful with the people you call friends be careful with your circle one of the best things you can do for yourself especially if you're on a path of growth is being careful being very picky with people you let into your circle you are the average of the five people you're closest to if you have mediocrity in your five five people 
you are an average of mediocrity. If you have stupid, you're an average of stupid. I see a lot of people who have friends, 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 that's my friend, that's my friend, but you always complain about your friend. That speaks way badly about you than that friend. Show me your friend and I'll show you who you are. And the last thing I want everybody listening right now to take away from this is therapy. Please get help. Every single person, in my opinion, black, white, men, women, everybody on the spectrum of humanity, especially black people, most especially black men, a lot of our issues, a lot of the issues that we think are issues are actually minute if we actually went to therapy. That's all I got to say. You know, again, I have a lot of unpopular opinions. Please comment down below. Let me know how you feel about this uh, episode today. Do you agree with me that entertainment is okay, but it's important that we are able to differentiate reality from fantasy? Do you agree with me that the best thing that a person could do, one of the best things that a person can do for themselves is being careful who they let into their circles? And the title friends should not be given to literally any Tom, Dick, and Harry. You should be more picky because at the end of the day, your friends reflect you. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. And lastly, do you agree with me that everybody should seek therapy? Every single person should seek therapy. And also, do you agree with me that mental health is not spoken enough in the black community, specifically within black men? And do you agree with me that we should, we as a community, black community specifically, even more so black men, we need to seek more therapy because that's the only way we can actually grow to maximize our potentials. Please drop your comments and opinion down below. Thank you very much for tuning in. I do appreciate every single one of you. Please make sure to follow me on social media, Instagram and Facebook. Let's talk with Uche. Also, make sure to email me with any suggestions or even an appreciation at letstalkwithuche at gmail.com. My website is www.letstalkaboutus.org. Thank you very much. Until next time.